Good news, everyone. Happy New Year. Welcome to the first episode of the Broken Bougie Podcast. Your favorite best friends are here. In 2021. So Chrissy and Quinny. We're back. (laughs) Back like we never left, bitches. Exactly. So today we have a special guest. Say hi, special guest. Hi, how's it going? How are you guys? (laughs) His name is Ryan. We won't say his last name because we don't want you guys to stalk him. Don't give out my government. Yeah, (laughs) there's a lot of scammers. We don't want you to get scammed. It's not the the climate to be giving out last names. But Ryan's going to be our first guest host for the season. Are you excited about this, Ryan? Yeah. 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 No, it's awesome. Uh, thanks for having me on here. You know, just to kind of just air you guys out a little bit. Well, not really, but you know, just to talk and just have a little bit of social conversation. I like. Are you gonna it. give us your male perspective on this topic? I'm gonna give you all the perspective, male perspective, my perspective dealing with 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 people and and women and oh yeah, I'll let you guys know how I feel and probably how most men feel. Most men. Most so now men. you speak for men. I love it. Okay. He is what's that word? Um gosh. Anthem. The spokesperson. Yeah, like the spokesperson. <laughs> but it's like, you know, like they go like on social media where they say we the people oh. are the con what is it? What is the word I'm looking for? Not congregation, but whatever it is, Ryan's that for the men. Yeah, Ryan's that for Okay, so the let's men. go. Let's shoot. We All were right. talking about fuck boys. Okay. And you self-proclaimed yourself as a reformed fuckboy. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. So mm-hmm. we need we need you to, to help us with that because I'm having a hard time digesting reformed fuckboy. All right. First, let, let's get let's get into the, the word fuckboy. First off, let's determine exactly what that what, what what that is, and let's break that down. So what I consider a fuckboy is not you don't even have to be a loser. Like you can have all your shit together. You can. Have a great job, make the most money in the world, but still be a fuck boy. So agreed, agreed, agreed. We agree with that. When I say fuck boy, it has nothing to do with your with your social status. Has nothing to do with your economic status. For me, it's more so a guy that plays games with with women. It's not really upfront. Someone that's kind of like just overall like a liar. Uh, someone that's um, not taking care, care of the responsibilities when it comes to their children or the families that they're making. Uh, there's a lot of different, there's a lot of different uh, definitions, I think, for a fuckboy. But, uh, you know, and, and, and I say that I'm a reformed fuckboy because, you know, I think every man goes through that point where they're just, uh, you know, they're out there, they're playing a the field. You know what I mean? Not they're, they're, an <laughs> out and bopping. Out there, out there, you know, letting Peter be their leader. And, you know, <laughs> Peter, Peter. <laughs> oh my gosh. And I was that guy, you know what I mean? And, 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 and the cold, cold part about it is that it'll lead you to, to other things as far as where your focus lies. So, you know, that's another thing. Uh, you elaborate, know, elaborate on that. Don't stop that point. That's beautiful. Oh, okay. Uh, see, a, a fuck boy, for instance, uh, when he gets off of work, as opposed to thinking about ways to make himself better or, or ways of uh, uh, benefiting his pockets and his bank account, he's going to be hitting his homeboys up, seeing where the club is at on Friday night, as opposed to getting, getting some rest. And getting 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 up early in the morning, get, get, getting out there and figure out how to become an entrepreneur, how to make more money, how to get that 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 raise at work, how to invest in himself. So those are just a few a few uh, ways right there. How long were you a fuckboy? Shit, how old am I now? I'm, I'll be thirty six. Old ass. Uh, that's all right. I look good. Um, let me see. 
I would probably say my fuckboyish, if that's the word, fuckboyish ways came to an end around. I was probably like twenty nine. At twenty nine thirty, low key. Like my 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 fuckboyish. You had a good run. I had a great run. I had an excellent <laughs> yeah, that was like that's a long time. <laughs> my run was excellent. That so was I, a long time because I felt like you start your fuckboy ways when we were in junior high. Well, you know what? Ooh. This is the thing. I, I said you've been a fuckboy since junior high. I did. Okay, first of all, hold on. My fuck I've known Ryan since junior high, guys, so. <laughs> Real quick, my fuckboy ways ended, and then they started back up again, and then they ended again. Oh, okay. okay. So there's okay. levels to it. There's okay. levels. Okay. We stopped for a minute because, you know, you know, I had, you know, I came up, came a dad, and that, that kind of stopped, and then that. Okay. Back up again. But anyway. But, but then. Yeah, it, my fuckboy fuck ways didn't start junior high. Oh, by the way, guys, if you guys didn't know. Chrissy and Quinn and I, we, we've all, we've known each other since we were young tykes. And um, Quinny actually was the first girl to break my heart. And I think that is essentially what led me to my fuckboy ways. Are, are we? Uh, uh, I, I don't, I don't believe I don't that. I don't believe that because Chrissy said you had fuckboy ways in middle school. I didn't know you in middle school. Yeah. How's that? I so was, I'm going to put this full court or... Boom. Um, so technically, Ryan, Quinny, and we were in a throuple. We didn't know, though, because I like Ryan in junior high, and he liked me, but he didn't tell me. He picked on me. I have a gap, and he used to tell me to fall into the gap. <laughs> he used to literally look at my shirt tags and say I got my stuff from to swap me, which I didn't. <laughs> And so I dated Ryan my freshman year. So this and was right after middle school. Right after middle school. We went into high school. Freshman, sophomore, honey. Freshman. Oh, my God. Honey. No, it was. Well, no, you it started was. freshman. It was, it was two years, though. It was two years. Yeah, you started freshman. And so then I didn't like Quinny because she started to date Ryan. So I never knew why Chrissy didn't like me. But she didn't like me because I started dating you. And you were, like, apparently her middle school crush. And then... He had basketball player friends that were girls that I went to junior high with. They also hated Quinny, so it was awesome because I was cool with them. And then they hated Quinny, and I was like, "Yeah, fuck that bitch." I was like, "I don't like her either." <laughs> but no, so uh, back to that. So I wasn't a fuck boy in, in 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 junior high. I would say it started after that situation because, and I'll be honest, Quinny. Loki taught me how not to trust not only women but not anyone so when you're when you're in that and, and of course you relearn and you kind of develop and you kind of grow and you realize that you're just 14 years old but at that thank point you. thank you thank you for 14. saying the age so people don't 14. think i'm a fucked up individual i was a baby we, no, I'm just saying. Hey, look. She didn't know herself either. That was my fuck girl status, okay? It, Everybody it has a season. You call a spade a spade. It just is what it is. No, true. So, uh, so you know, at that age, you know, you, you, you meet someone that, you know, she was my, my first everything, you know what I mean? My first piece of booty, my first everything. So it's like, for me, it's like, and that's devastating for a young man, too, because, you know, men are typically supposed to be the dog, so... When, when that happens, you're just like, oh, by the way, when I'm, I'm the, the, that happening, I'm referring to is uh, she decides that, you know, she just wants to uh, 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 put them little crusty, raggedy lips on another man. Uh, I kissed somebody else, y'all. literally just at, kissed someone else. At the else. age of 16 years old. That was devastating. <laughs> that was devastating? That was devastating. I was like, I found out, I was like, huh? 
Wait, so Ryan, do you feel like um, you devastated your friend when you stole his girlfriend? Hello. Who? Oh, don't say who. I'm uh, not going to say who. You know who. Junior high? Huh? Yes. First of all, that was in junior high. Second, it wasn't his girlfriend. Mine was a month, a year later, and now I'm just devastated. Hold on. It wasn't his girlfriend, mm. for one. I know, but the whole school, we all knew who he liked. That's like, he was always around her. He was always oh. giving her things. Like, we knew. Let's get back to the main point here. <laughs> Thank you, Chrissy. I'm we'll, just saying. We'll, get, we'll flag that for our points, but right. carry on. So back to my main point. So that was my main situation. That's what I think started my fuckboy-ish ways. So it taught me kind of how not to trust anyone, let you know that it doesn't matter how much people say they care about you or how much, even how much they do care about you. People in the long run, they mess up and they do dumb things and right. they put you in that situation. So with that being said, I, I went ahead and just said, F it, I actually seeked revenge, in which case I, I feel like I low-key got it. And then um, I'm not going to say how, but, uh, you know, you. Uh, uh, you know, I seeked a little revenge, got my revenge. And then after that, we re remained friends for a little bit and kind of fell off. And then I think that kind of just trickled down to, you know, my after high school days, you know, I just kind of just went into just savage mode. I moved to Vegas with my best friend and we just, it was a, it was a wrap. It was a wrap. I just turned into a savage. Savage. Mm -hmm. In between that, you got engaged. I was going to say a lot of things happened between them that you're like leaving out. Like you got engaged to someone, I want to say twice. You got her name tattooed on you um, and vice versa. So would you think the hurt from her? That's what it's like. I was your new level of fuckboy? And having yes. a kid and it not working out with the person you yeah. had a kid with. Because there's levels to it. So like yeah. you being young and getting out of high school and losing your high school also, sweetheart, it was also is going to make you a, a catalyst for it. Yeah, fa like. a fuckboy. Yeah. Like no. to go in, which you said, you're just a savage. But then you stop your savage ways to get in a committed relationship Two. Twice. Relationships. Two. Right. <laughs> well, I, I turned off my savage after when I got into those those situations. But you know, in in, in between those relationships, I think I think my savage kind of went kind of came and went. So yeah, I did get into a relationship right like after high school, and I was, uh, you know, since we're since we want to bring up old shit, since you want to be a plunger. <laughs> I don't think it's old shit. I think it's just it's relevant. relevant. It's relevant. Okay. All right. Yeah. So I did. I mean. That, uh, you know, I learned a lot from that situation, but I don't think that contributed to my fuckboy-ish okay. relationship. You know what I mean? That didn't, that didn't, that didn't turn me into a fuckboy. That actually, that was actually one of my biggest growths uh, that, I, that I can probably say. I mean, that relationship actually taught me a lot about myself, about credit, and that kind of helped me develop, kind of, that relationship, I can honestly say, pushed me away from my fuckboy ways, actually. It you to grown-up ways. Okay, yeah. so, okay, so to this point, do you think what happened between you and I when we were kids had more to do with ego than it did emotion? Because you were a man and you were supposed to be like, if anyone was going to dog anybody out, like you the man, you were supposed to dog me out. But because there was that like reverse thing where I kissed somebody else and then we weren't in a relationship anymore, were you really hurt or was your ego hurt? Oh, both. Oh, but I think I was more so hurt because, like I said, you're like my first everything. So, with that being said, it's like, damn, like, I'm. Oh, let me tell you why. Broken. No, his. I I do believe that. Like, it was sad. It was heartbroken. I will give you that. Right. 
Right. Okay, my bad. I will give you that. But I think that it had more to do with ego than anything else. Once again, they're my feelings. They so are I'm your feelings. But it's just how could a relationship where it was more about like ego, I get having that inflated sense of like, oh my God, you broke my heart versus other relationships you were in were way more serious than this adolescent relationship that you had. Yet you say, I'm the one. Those other two relationships, they didn't cheat on you. Yeah, but at the same time... And they were more adult. But they were they more were adult, adult relationships. relationships. Like, you had to be engaged with someone, break off an engagement, have a child with someone, and not be with them. Me and you were like puppy love, I'll give you that. You were my first everything. And I was heartbroken yeah. by the relationship, but it would be a stretch for me to say that's the most important relationship that I've had because I have been married. I have been divorced. I've had way serious relationships than my high school. Sure. In heart. You know I'm what I mean? I didn't say most important. I said that's where my, I think that has contributed a lot to my fuckboy ways because what it did is it allowed me to understand that people will hurt you, hurt your feelings and shit on you. And it allowed me to see how people would do that even though they tell you one thing. Mm-hmm. So that allowed, that, that, that just allowed me to put in perspective how people will kind of switch up on you. And I learned that at an early age. I had high school um, situation that left me jaded. No, I get that. But then to his point, though, like he's saying like, oh, that was middle school. There was your best friend at the time. We're not going to say names. We'll call him um, DP. Are you with me? (laughs) Okay. So um, this person you went to high school was in love. Like she was like the most popular girl in your guys' middle school from what I gather, right? I guess. She was super popular. Um, Ryan's super charismatic, funny guy kind of swooped her from his best friend. So wouldn't your best friend's lessons be really that you can't trust anybody? Cause you did it. Like, um, here's the thing. I, I mean, I, I mean, I guess, I mean, you can call you can say that, you know, I'm being hypocritical. I mean, but in, 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 in retrospect, I, you know, being that young, you kind of don't, you know, you don't really understand the value of relationships. I mean, I was in junior high. Thank and, you. And I think the difference is this. You got to keep in mind. That really, that was like a, a junior high. Like, like I said, we're talking about junior high stuff as opposed to in high school, we started having intimate, we started acting like adults. Sure. I think that's mm-hmm. So we started doing adult things and, 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 and I think it's, it, it, you can't really compare the two things. I feel like, you can't compare the two because it, it's, true. it's true. You start to put adult things and physical intimacy, and that's, and that's a different. Ego. That's ego. Your intimacy it's starts to be another, it's, you know, kind of not relationship, but another emotional roller coaster. Right. I'm gonna tell you why it's not necessarily ego, because outside of a spiritual relationship, an intimate relationship is probably the most like beautiful thing you can have with someone okay so let me tell you why i know that it's ego because it wasn't like i did it and i ran off i did it i was sorry i tried to make up with you you were able to get revenge on me so because your ego was sparred like that stopped you from like moving over with forgiveness and yes we were very young you can't expect to have those type of you know callings but i think what halted you i agree it was a catalyst to like how you change your views on women but I think it was more because it was like an ego thing. Because I think that if you would have cheated on me, the expectation would have been to forgive and move on because of the relationship that we had. You cheated when you were in other relationships and the expectation is to forgive and move on, correct? Um, 
Well, not necessarily. So the thing is, now you're, you're talking about like me being an older, an older adult, as opposed to me being a a younger. Uh, I, I mean, I didn't know how to deal with emotions. Like that was like I said, everything was new and fresh, and 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 I didn't I didn't necessarily know how to deal with emotions, dealing with you and and you know, but. So I think it's just, it's just, you can't really compare. Like it's okay, not, so let's, not, I won't talk, say let's not talk about that relationship then. Let's okay. talk about when you had relationships outside of me. So this is your two engagements that you've had. I'm saying the person that you were at that time, you had paused your savage, you paused your fuck boyness. Those relationships didn't work out. Mm-hmm. And when they didn't work out, how easy was it for you just to turn that switch back on and go back to being a savage, turn it off again to try another relationship. When that didn't work off, turn it right back off. How easy? Well, it was super easy. I was still a young man. So, and I think in, in, in the first situation, I was, you know, I was super in love, decided that, you know, maybe this is the you know situation I want to, I want to be with her for the rest of my life. Great girl. And, uh, and after, you know, we're, once again, we were hella young. Like, I just think that was just irresponsible of me to think that I was ready to be in that situation, in which case I definitely wasn't. And I think, you know, we kind of, neither one of us were. So after we decided to go our own individual ways, it, that's why it was so easy for me to turn it on because I was still a kid. Like a man doesn't become a man until he's been through some shit. And at, at 21, 22, 23, like you're still a kid. Like you still do kid shit. You still think like a kid. And after that situation, I was 19, 20, and then 21, I moved to Vegas. It was downhill. Was what downhill. conversation would you have with your adolescent self to help them not be a fuckboy? Because like you said, when you are a fuckboy, I agree with you. It does distract you from like progressing in life. It does mm-hmm. distract you from making money, oh. bossing up. What conversation would you have with your adolescent self to kind of deter you from turning on that savage mode? Focus on your bread. Everything else comes second. Focus on self-growth, self-development. And and honestly, the biggest thing for me is probably um, just, that's it. I mean, I just self-growth, man, because everything else comes second to your growth. So I would have focused more on that and just probably told myself that and had that conversation with myself because, of course, you know, in a whole different situation than I am today, but I'm fine. I'm good. You know what I mean? So it's... it's but that, that'll be my, my, my conversation. How often do you revisit those things now? Because you're not in a relationship. You're not dating anyone. What stops you from being a fuckboy? What, what's your reform? Um, I'm a dad. I work far as shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's stopping you too much. That can you know stop you, his hose. I was going to say, you can get hoes on the way of your commute. <laughs> I'm tired, shit. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I like I I literally like being alone. To be honest with you, like to keep it one hundred, I like I like my privacy. I like being alone. I like coming home to to no one being here, and I like that. You know what I mean? So it's like I agree with you. I, I'm not gonna lie. I like my I don't, I don't, and that and, and I don't know. Some people might call this fuckboy activity, but I don't like the idea of having to come home and deal with someone else's issues and deal with someone else's, I don't want to talk when I get home. I deal with people all day. So it's like, I don't want to talk. I just want to come home. I want to go take a boo-boo. Relax. 
put in, put on some, put on some, some comfy clothes and <laughs> take a bath. Take a bath. I take a shower. You know what I mean. Listen to Sade. I love Sade. Me too. <laughs> Burn a candle. But that right there, I don't think that's a fuckboy. That's to me is you know who you are. You know right. what you want. I feel like it would have been fuckboy if you were denying yourself of that and then going the opposite way. And you know what? One, one of my buddies, one of my buddy Mike told me this. Like, so I think they're kind of fuckboy tendencies. I have this thing, right? When I was dating, I had this 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 tendency of, of talking to girls and but hitting them on a friendship level. Like completely <laughs> platonic. And 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 but that was my kind of like my way of getting in there, keeping everything. Then hit them with the fugazi, <laughs> and, and then just wait for one of those nights. Hey, you want to try? Let's sip, you know, get it together. Let's do da 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 da. Hang out and end up smacking. But I would keep it on a straight friendly level, to where after the fact they couldn't hit me with. Okay, so what do we? You know, so what? I'm like, look, because it's still like you're still in the friend zone. But I would intentionally do that. That was some fuckboy activity. I would intentionally. That's definitely strategic. It was very strategic. So, strategic but planning. At the end, I'm still friends with some of these girls to this day, but they know what it was. Sometimes it's a one-hitter quitter, maybe five or six. Who knows? But I'll keep it there and, and just be like, look, we told each other we we're just friends, right? Yeah. So I'm glad you said that because I think that that is manipulative. And I do think that you may be a reformed fuckboy where you're honest, but the the fact that you do that is still fuckboyish to me. No, that, that was my old me. Like that was very- No, he was saying that's what he used to do. No, I would more. say no, Ryan, no. <laughs> no. No. Don't don't do me like that. Don't do me like that. Come on. You I'm not gonna do you dirty. I'm not gonna do you dirty. I'm not, I'm not gonna do you dirty. Because, like, I love Ryan. Ryan's one of my best friends. I talk to Christy almost every day, and I talk to Ryan almost every day. So I'm throwing that out there. Ryan's amazing. But I could see how you can get into a girl's ear and her bed without her even knowing that that's happening because you're a really good friend. Well, I mean, I, I, and here's my thing. At the end of the day, I may have some fuckboy tendencies, but I still respect women. So... I'm going to be, I have a lot of female friends. I talk to them. I listen to them. I, you know, those kind of things, but it doesn't mean I'm smacking all of them. There's, there's, there's a few that I just, like, nah, I, I can't mess with that because they're, they're really, really I tight. I mean, I feel like everyone's an adult, so they make their adult decisions. To, right. That too. But I'm um, coming with you. Is it a fuckboy move? Yes. And I'm glad you respect women. Ryan didn't always respect women. You have not always respected women. That's why he used to block me. Oh, I did it. Social media. I, Hey, that's, and that's another thing, like, so going back, so I, I had this thing about, and I, and I hate, I hate this point in my life. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. So I had this thing where I would talk poorly about my sisters, power to the people. Yes, power to the people. And, uh, and I think there's a couple of relationships that I had, because at one point in my life, all I had experience with really, predominantly was just my sisters, power to the people. And uh, so I remember I just I just wanted this this band where I was like you know I can't fuck with no black girls and nothing ain't shit and this and that and give me a little snow bunny and da 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 and, da, da, and that didn't work out either. So yeah, really- but Ryan used to talk mess about my sisters, talk to people um, <laughs> on social media, and when I would call him out, as you guys can tell from our podcast, and you know me, I'm very outspoken. 
He used to block me. <laughs> That's not why I blocked you. Oh That's my god. That is totally why he blocked me. I blocked you. Who said it was about some shoes? It was not about shoes, right? I, I, look, I, I didn't a, care about shoes. I had a pair of Yeezy, some Nike Air Yeezys, and she and I kissed them, and she reminded them. I was like, look it. I'm well, that's you. also weird for you to kiss your shoes. I was, hey, look, you know I'm a sneakerhead, though. That's what it is. I know. I know other sneakerheads, and they're not kissing their shoes. Maybe in public. I mean, in private. But I wonder you know. if that's a thing. What? Like, someone's, like, so in love with their shoes. Because I watched this show, and it's, like, people who have, like, weird... Fetishes. Fetishes are like loves, and I wonder, like, people that like dress up like in um, costumes and they have sex in like bear costumes and unicorns. You have a what? A foot fetish? Yeah, I love feet. But oh my no, gosh, we I, know a guy. We know a guy who has a foot fetish. Like, he likes to suck on toes and like. Yeah. No, the first thing he asks as a girl is like he wants to see their toes. Hey, low key, I, I couldn't date a girl to have fucked up feet. I don't care if you like Tyra Banks or or or, or Halle Berry. If you got fucked up feet, we don't got nothing to talk about. I need some pretty feet. To do what? What are you doing with those pretty feet? I don't, who knows? You know what I mean? <laughs> you can go on OnlyFans. They have a lot of OnlyFans with just feet. I refuse to pay any woman to do anything that I can do for free. Well, you're not really. She's not going to be doing anything for you because it's on a video. She's oh yeah. Just, I that's even worse. You're going to still be doing it yourself. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> what are you looking for in a relationship now that you're not a fuckboy? Taking yeah. it back on topic, guys. Sorry. I'm not going to lie. I'm not really looking for a relationship, to be honest with you. I mean, but if I were looking for a relationship, I guess. Uh, um, okay, wait. Can I, can I stop I'm you there? Me. I think that's beautiful that you're not a fuckboy and that you answered that way because you said you're not looking for a relationship. Yeah. So when you meet women, you go into it saying, I'm not looking for a relationship. Okay, so if I hypothetically were to meet a woman today, here, well, here's the thing. I'm not looking for a relationship, but I'm not also, I'm also not against a relationship. So in the event that I meet a woman that's perfect, great, let's move forward. Um, between now and then, uh, I'm, I'm just kind of just chilling right now. Like, but what I am looking for, what I would, things I, I do like, okay? I like, I like, like, hippie girls, you know what I mean? I like girls that are really simple, like, Girls that are easygoing. I need somebody that's goofy as shit, someone I can laugh at, someone I can laugh with. But when, and keep in mind, I said laugh at. So if I, if I crack a joke about it, you look crazy one day, I'm going to crack a joke. I'm going to need you not to get sensitive. Um, I need, you know, someone that's, you wouldn't have to be into the same things, but willing to, willing to attempt to like the things that I like, because I'm going to do that for you. Um, can't have bad credit. Uh, <laughs> How do you know if she has bad credit? So he's like date like you're literally credit. right. I'm gonna be like, I have the best credit in the world. But you would never know that until we're like deep in a relationship, practically getting married, and then we put our finances together. Then you're like, oh shit, you have shit credit. You owe all this money. Right. Look, I I, I can prejudge bad credit. Niggas with bad credit have do bad credit shit. <laughs> yeah, bad activities. Like you do a lot of bad credit shit. Like and I just and y'all know I ain't playing. Y'all know. I know you are. That's you made me you, know, you, do, you do bad credit shit. Okay, good example. You see a nigga doing this EDD fraud, and the first thing you do is go out and buy a Louis Vuitton belt. This nigga got bad credit. Right. You're right. Touche. So I'm just saying. But uh, you know, just simple. I want to. I like. A, I want a simple girl. Like I want a, a real easy, easy going, simple. Not necessarily a brand label whore, but you know, I come to the conclusion that it's funny because me and Quinny had this conversation. At first, I just scolded her about being a label whore, and then um, 
And then uh, I was like, you know what? That's your money. You work hard for it. Spend that shit the way you see fit. Right. So that doesn't really bother me as much anymore. You work hard for your money. You can do whatever you want with it. But, and you just uh, don't want a girl using your money to, to buy it. No, he'll just buy it. Just people who care oh. about it. But how we got to the point where he's okay with it now, this nigga buys a pair of shoes, minimum, a pair of shoes, maybe once every two, three days. Yeah, and those shoes are expensive. And then I was like, well, and they're expensive. All of them aren't expensive. But, like, if you were to put his shoe catalog, so I'm like, how are you going to justify and talk about how I spend my money when the way you spend your money? And then he, he So you me. average, like, probably, well, all the shoes you buy within a month, like, over $1,000. About $1,500. Bucks. I'm okay. like, that's, I'm like, Chrissy, you're lowballing it. Like, well, easily. I said over 1000 meaning it could be more. But yeah, that I mean, I'm with you. I'm not a label. I don't. Do I work hard. I go to work every day. I hustle, and you know, it is what it is. Exactly. I don't do labels, but what I will spend my money on, as Quinny knows, is a Starbucks cup. I will spend my money on that. That's, that, that's twenty five dollars on a, on a no, plastic. No, 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 no. It's twenty five dollars in the United States. Chrissy gets them from China. I get them from China, Singapore, Taiwan, North Korea. Um, Dubai, there's all different collections of Starbucks cups um, and tumblers and studded, different collections. Um, and they come out every few months. So I spend my money on that. That's cool. You know, you're a weirdo. That's, that's straight. You know what I mean? I appreciate that. You know, everybody got their little thing. But, but anyway, what were we talking about? That's right. Uh, but so back to the fuckboy shit. Uh, or we were talking about the being a friend part, right? No, we're talking about like what you would want in a relationship. And yes. then you brought the point oh, that yeah. you're not looking for a relationship. And I think that's just self-awareness and you knowing that you are not, you know, ready or willing to be in a relationship. And I think more people need to do that. Yeah. yeah I, agree. I just have too much going on, like, I, you know, to, to be looking for a relationship. I, I'm not personally, like, I, I, a lot of people say, let me get myself, you know, I want to get with someone and we can grow together. But now, nah, like, I don't think that's a good idea. I think you should grow yourself and figure out yourself before you get into a relationship because as you're figuring out yourself, now you got to figure out somebody else. So let me figure out myself. I, honestly, at, at 36 years old, I still don't 100% know like myself and know exactly what it is that I want in life. You know what I mean? So it's, and, and it's crazy. I feel like I should have known that a long time ago, but it is what it is. So, I don't feel like no, you should. No, no. I think that like everything that we've talked about, we've talked about all of us have known each other for what, 20 plus years, close to it now. So we've all been three or four different peoples at, during that time. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So the person right. that I was as a middle school person, a high schooler, a college student, early 20s, married and divorced, having kids, all of those things change you. You know what I mean? And I could say, honestly, I probably learned more about myself last year. Yeah, I remember we had that conversation. That's the most I feel like I've known myself is like the person that I'm becoming today. And I still don't know that bitch. I'm still getting to know her. Every day I learn something new about myself. But I think that's part of growing up and being open and aware to what you need. I think so too. But I also think, um, like you said, you don't, you're going to grow together no matter what relationship you're in. Mm -hmm. You're going to grow together. It's going to be a different type of growth. I think yep. what you're meaning is you want a person who already feels like they know themselves are on a path mm -hmm. to them knowing themselves. So there's a lot of people who really truly don't know themselves. And 2020 has showed you how uncomfortable people are within themselves, especially the first 
lockdowns where everyone was locked down and everyone was in their house. And you didn't even know how many posts people put up about how bored they were. They needed to get out the house or all this stuff. And I told Quinny, it's because they were uncomfortable with who they are. Well, speaking about that, like, honestly, I ain't gonna lie. I went on a fuck boy binge while in the house. <laughs> I came in front. I came in front. Like, I went on a fuck boy Binge during COVID. Like honestly, I was I was so like you said I was so uncomfortable. Like honestly, I'm not going to even tell you what side I went on. I had like like dating apps up. Like I was so bored, and I just ruined some lives. I ain't gonna lie. So I I, was, I just had to I just had to cut it out. Like I just I, I, I went crazy. But see, you realize this was unhealthy. It was so <laughs> unhealthy. I, I didn't really cut it out because it was like. And by the way, women are so gross. Like, they're so nasty, and that's why I had to cut it out, because if another woman asked me for a dick pic on one of these apps, I promise to God I was going to do to on myself. Like, it just came you down know, to... We were talking about... She this probably thing. was selling them. Right? Like, <laughs> she probably wasn't even wanting them. She probably was selling them. Maybe. Or using them on her OnlyFans page. But, like, literally, I went on this crazy little binge, like, and it was like... It was... I'm not even getting the details, but it was nuts. When I was home, I was fine. I started crafting cocktails and making my own alcohols, but it's because I was comfortable with myself at that time. I didn't really need to be out anywhere. That's I was totally probably the biggest fine thing that I admire about you. When Chrissy. I was here, I was like, this is fine. I admire I like this. this about you is because Chrissy's been self-aware out of like all the people that I know for the longest time. She's known exactly who she was. I would say probably from the time that you moved to New York. It was New York. New York, is what yeah. taught me who I was because I always thought I knew until I got to New York and then I realized what the fuck I did not know who I was in California I probably didn't even like who the person I was in California you brought out your inner hoochie it did not bring out my inner hoochie I brought out I have been in New York two times. you brought out my confidence in the person I was meant to be in life y'all know in New York man I swear to god y'all know I love me some Latinas bro so I, you know New York's not only Latinas. Like there's know, so many different. But yeah, that's neither here nor there. But uh, that's my main point. I mean, all I dated in New York, it's because they thought I was Dominican, Puerto Rican. I'm not gonna lie. Every single guy that I dated, except for one, was all Hispanic. Or it's not even Hispanic, because Dominicans don't believe they're Hispanic. They believe they're Caribbean. So. The Dominican guys I dated were Caribbean. The Puerto Rican guys I dated were Puerto Rican. <laughs> so, but literally that's all I dated there. And it wasn't by like choice. It was just, they thought I was either Dominican or Puerto Rican. So essentially there was niggas that spoke Spanish. Yeah, it was. Technically, that's what it was, Ryan. It was niggas who spoke Spanish. I've been to the yard and niggas is niggas. It's niggas who spoke Spanish. Exactly. Or hookah. They love hookah. I don't know what that is. So, Ryan, um, thank you for being our first guest for season two of the Broken Bougie podcast. It was yes. great talking to you. It was. So, you've listened before. We always have a cheers to. Oh, yeah. A cheers to and a... Shut up and whine about it. Yes. So, what would you like to cheers to for them 2021? Uh, cheers to hell. I don't have COVID. Cheers uh, to hell. Yes. Uh, cheers to uh, friends. Like I said, a buddy of mine just sent me this book. Uh, it's called The Message. 
And and you know, and that's not, and speaking of that, that's like I, honestly, a lot of people send me a lot of random shit, but this guy sent me something that and told me to get back into my spirituality and um and which is deep to me because he sent me two books on you know my you know my my spiritual side and and I appreciate that more than anything anyone's pretty pretty much has given me any time recently. So yeah, right. No, those are awesome. I think those are great. I think sometimes you need to have those spiritual check-ins mm-hmm. because right. life happens and you just get so caught up with the hustle and bustle, making money, taking care of kids. But when you check in to make sure that your soul is okay, okay. that's important. He, he was concerned about that because, you know, he saw like, you know, he's, he's, one, he, he's a good guy and he sees like, you know, sometimes you got those little boys that need to be filled and sometimes people fill those with sex, drugs. Mm-hmm. And I fill those with relationships. Okay. And they end up turning out to be just not good. So yeah. uh, I'm a relationship guy, you know what I mean? But even though I don't look for them, I like being. <laughs> you don't look for them, but you like being in them. I'm not a crackhead. I just like crack. That's good. I'm on crack. <laughs> I mean, I applaud you because you are working on yourself. And I feel like I'm putting it out there. Your next relationship is going to be it. It's going to be it. That's it. It's going to be the end all, see all, be all. And for anyone listening, for any woman out there that, you know, gets the bad half of me, just know that Quinny has the biggest part in that. She has the biggest hand of me being a piece of shit sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Quinny fucked me up. Oh, my God. That's your hashtag, Quinny fucked me up 2021. (laughs) (laughs) You're supposed to say just kidding. No, I'm not. <laughs> so he's like, I'm not just kidding. So I'll take over the shut up and whine about it. Everybody gets their heart broken. Nobody cares about your sad story, Ryan. So shut up and whine about it. That's fucked up. <laughs> that is fucked up. <laughs> that is our saying. Don't no one cares about your sad story. It is. Stories. Nobody cares about your sad stories. Because everybody has their own sad story. No. Go back about that. Honestly, low key, that kind of is why. That's probably why I'm so fucked up. Because. Before it gets to the bad point, I normally break it off because I, I, I kind of, maybe I fear that mm-hmm. subconsciously don't even know about it. Maybe I fear that situation re like happening in my life. And I'm just like, nah, this probably is not, it's too good to be true. Let me go ahead and cut this off. Yep. I think yeah, that's a, a defense mechanism that a lot of people use. Yeah. It really fucked me up. I just thought you about know that. What, Ryan, like to speak to your point, you kind of fucked me up a little bit too for this. Thing. Oh my fucking no, God. Listen, no, I'm, it'll, it'll be quick. It's not even an episode, but like that need for perfection though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you can't make mistakes because this was my only relationship where like I made one mistake and, and then like, was like but ah. everything was like, and we weren't, we yeah. were not cool for a long time. And so that, that kind of shaped me in relationships where it's like, you know, sometimes I'm more of a pleaser or I'm more of a giver where it's like, I can't ma- mess this up because if I mess it up, it's gone for good. So you just never kind of know how relationships affect you and how you grow from it. I obviously went to therapy. Um, you need to, but you know, neither here nor there. Hey, we're slowly working on it. So 2021, it may yeah. be your year. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. Hopefully we'll see. Let me hit. I'm trying to hit the lottery, and maybe it'd be my year. Well, okay. hopefully, we'll have you back in the neighborhood for another episode of the Broken Bougie Podcast. Yes. Well, maybe it'll work out. You guys look great, and uh, you know, thank you for having me, and I love you both. Ah, many blessings. Love you. Thanks, guys. Talk thank to you, you later. Girl.